mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Are you ready, William? Yes, I'm ready. Are you ready, Ben? Yes, I'm ready. Are you ready, Jordan? Yeah, I think I am. <laughs> Hello and welcome to William and Jordan's weekend release. The bonus episode where we see how much extra content we can squeeze in before the weekend. Random things that have been sent in, extra bits from our week, and how our advice went down with you, our wonderful Dean Divas. We've gathered now that this is not called William and Jordan's Sloppy Seconds, because William thinks we're a bit classier than that. One of us is. Mm-hmm. How are your attractive neighbours? Oh, yeah. Do you know what? I've not seen them for a while, actually. No. Yeah. You did take a picture of them from behind and send them to us on the group. <laughs> I did. In case you haven't listened, I've mentioned earlier in, in this series, uh, series five, that I've moved flat and uh, I want to be friends with the neighbours below me because they're really attractive and cool. Yeah, they're, they're, a, they're a heterosexual couple. Well, I say they're a heterosexual couple. We don't know that about them, but they're a, a man and a woman. And uh, you say they're both sort of model category. Yeah. Let's say he's called Sebastian and she's called... My nephew's called Sebastian. And she's called um, Pippa. Pip and Seb. Mm. Can I just ask, what on earth is someone called Pip and Seb living in your neck of the woods? Hey, it's nice here where I am. I've got a caretaker and everything. Bonzo and Darren. Yeah. Oh, I tell you what, I tell you what as well. They get a cardo delivered here. Do they? Do you know what a cardo is? Uh, yeah, it's like delivery, isn't it? Delivery food. <laughs> I think they should put that on their their, their vans. A cardo. It's like delivery, isn't it? <laughs> I just want to be friends. They're so cool. Like I said it before. They both look like Ralph Lauren models, and Lauren. And like he wears jumpers over his shoulder, but he he don't look like a twat when he does it. He looks cool. And he sounds it. Yeah. There's no need to do that. What would your advice be, like genuinely? How would I become friends with them? Because they said when all this is over, I've been invited round, but I don't. Because we both got locked out, that's how we got chatting. Um, how would I go up to him? Would you say be myself? Just be myself. I, I'm asking this in a non-stalkery way. Do you know which flat they're in? Yeah. So you know you've started doing your brownies and your bacon. <gasps> Yeah, you make you make you need to make something of which there is so much of, and that has quite a short shelf life, as it were. So you can't eat it all. So you wondered if 
they would like some. And you go and sort of give them some of your brownie or whatever it is. At well, I usually make too much sausage and mash, but I don't know. No, no, no. It's got to be baked goods. <laughs> Nothing savoury. Hey, are, Pippa. Do you want some mash, love? <laughs> Can I go in for a brew? Do you want any of my sausage, Seb? <laughs> I usually, like, make too much sausage and mash, so... Well, well, don't. But I think no baked goods is the way forward. I'm gonna. Oh, I'm gonna do it. You know. We do that. I mean, obviously, I'm at a slight advantage because I knew my neighbour and lovely Tom before I moved in uh, here. Because obviously, we were friends. But but our relationship through baked goods is growing now. Do you know what Tom and I did in the garden the other day? Mm-hmm. We petonked. I beg your pardon. We petonked. What's petonked? Ben, do you know what petonk is? Yeah, Ben Ben looks he, he holidayed in France as a child. He knows what Patonk is. Oh, this is Ben who acts all working class and like he's from Stoke. Plays Patonk. Is it bowls or is it croquet? Yes. Is I it w- bowls? Bulls. Bulls. Is that it? Bulls. Or bull. So now of an evening I'll go round with Tom, we'll Patonk, he'll get out his bulls, and we have a good go. <laughs> oh god, I If we're not docking around. hoses, we're patonking day and night. <laughs> I will go around to Seb and Pippa and say hi to them. Yeah. Offer them some food. That's great advice. I'm going to make them my brownies. I'm going to put... Let us know how it goes. Maybe secretly record it. Pop your phone in your top pocket or something. I will. Yeah, I will. And go around. I'm even going to put them in my nice Tupperware box. What, the couple? No, the... <laughs> you did. Andy, the caretaker here, I made him some and I'm fuming. Because I give him a good Tupperware box. So, talking of Tupperware, there's a radio presenter that stole my Tupperware once. <gasps> Who? Steve Wright. So I made Steve Wright some biscotti. And uh, he went, what, what are these? I said, oh, it's, it's biscotti, Steve. What are they? I was like, it's, it's Italian biscuits. And uh, I've never seen that Tupperware again. <laughs> <laughs> so we have our first piece of correspondence, and this has come from Francis. It's Francis with an E. So, Jordan, guess the gender. Francis with an E. Male. No. Francis with an E is female. What's Francis? Is it Francis with an A is a male? It's Francis with an I. No, they bo- both have an A. Do you know, true story, our Lee used to go out with a girl called Francois. Francois? Yeah, our Lee used to go out with a girl called... Our Lee sure it, me the sure it was a girl? Yeah, it's Francois. I think... She was from France. No, she was. <laughs> Don't think she was from Australia. They, they, they were together. Yeah, imagine it now in our family. Our Francois. I mean, I think <laughs> that is the exception where you could say Francois. And we don't know what you'd be talking about in my family. Anyway, carry on. Dear William and Jordan, I wanted to say a huge thank you to Jordan for being so open and honest about his hearing loss. I have always had problems with mine, and in December, after a particularly nasty bout of perforated eardrums, my GP decided to send me to the ENT specialist. That's ear, nose and throat specialist. Off I went, thinking nothing of it, as over the years I've been many times and... Many times everything has been fine and dandy, and I've been discharged. However, this time was different. This time, for the first time in 32 years, they decided to give me a hearing test. It turns out that I am totally deaf in my right ear. It also turns out that I can lip-read extremely well and have possibly always been deaf, but found ways of adapting without realising. Oh, wow. Anyway, my point to this email is that when I got this news, I buried it very deep in the absolutely fine, nothing to worry about section of my brain, and I continued life as normal. On reflection, I didn't know how to deal with this news 
so I didn't. I ignored it. It wasn't until I heard Jordan discuss his fears about losing the hearing in his other ear on one of your episodes that I gave my diagnosis any serious thought. I realised that I had these fears and didn't know how to process them. At first I really wished I'd not heard Jordan speaking about it, but after a few poor me days and a lot of seeking clarity and peace within myself, I realised that hearing Jordan talk about this and discuss it so openly has really helped me process the news and come to terms with it. I've decided to enjoy my good ear for now and embrace deafness should it come my way in the future. Stay safe, and thank you to you both again, Francis. Ah, well, Francis, that's great, and yeah, I, you've, I am now grateful for your letter because I keep saying I'm going to get it sorted. I'm going to get it sorted because I don't, and I probably should wear a hearing aid. Well, Francis, thank you so much, and I'm glad. I'm glad we have helped in our own special way. Next piece of correspondence comes from Connie. Now, Connie, she wrote in a few weeks ago about her disdain for her new boyfriend, who felt the need to send her incessant selfies. Um, If you missed it, here's a reminder from the episode called Help. I've got wood in a van. Uh, Recently, I have been talking to someone on a dating app. After a few days, we met up and had a socially distanced walk around the park. I thoroughly enjoyed it and would see him again. He was nice, kind, polite, and text back, which is pretty much all you can ask for given the current situation. However, as we have continued talking, he has started sending me selfies of whatever he is doing. I've seen him on the sofa, on a bike ride, drinking coffee, going to work. I find it really cringy and don't really know why he is sending them and what he is trying to achieve. For context, he's slightly older than me, he's 30, I'm 25, so I have two questions. Is there a generational difference? And for 30-year-olds, is sending selfies constantly acceptable behaviour? And what is the etiquette for asking someone to stop sending selfies without causing offence? Thanks so much, Connie. First things first, and I think, Jordan, it's the same thing. I don't think you can call a generational difference between 25 and 30. Okay, I was just... I'm, I'm... Like, chomping at the bit here. First of all, Connie, 25-30, we're the same age, love. You can listen to the full episode of that. It's Help I've Got Wood in a Van. It's episode 12? Who knows? (laughs) Who knows? (laughs) Who knows? Who cares? Uh, So here's what Connie has said. Dear William Jordan and producer Ben, thank you so much for responding to my dilemma. I thought I would provide an update for you. To summarise, we met up again, and afterwards he blocked me. Turns out he wasn't that keen after all. So on reflection, William, you were right. I didn't like him and it wasn't meant to be. He's a prick. All the best, Connie. (laughs) He's a prick. William, I often listen back to some episodes of ours and uh, William does actually give good advice. Why are we being nice to you today? I don't know. But yeah, you, you you said something. You did say in that episode. I said I, I felt that there was something underground, mm. that, uh, lying under the surface that, that Connie perhaps wasn't addressing. Actually, and I'll, I, I thought, I, I've listened back to that episode since I gave the initial advice, and constant selfie sending is probably a sign of an insecurity on the, the, the blocked person's part. They need reassuring. <gasps> yeah. And probably they, he, because Connie wasn't providing, maybe Connie was, her disdain was coming through and she was not sort of responding, going, oh, you look so gorgeous, oh, you look amazing. Mm. And she was like, yeah, great, thanks. That he thought, well, I don't want her. And as I said to you initially, Connie, you're probably better off without him. 
Yeah. But you are better off without him. There's a few few old truths for me there. You're right there. Yeah. Why do you send a lot of selfies to people? No. Don't send them to me. Thank God. Don't send selfies. You post selfies on... On your Instagram. Oh, if I no, see another one of your hair... Oh, I'd never post selfies. T- oh, it's getting ridiculous now. Oh, this is how long my hair is. Like, yes, you and the rest of the 6.2 billion people that live in this country. Is it that how... What's the population? It's 60, 6.2 billion. Oh, we're 62 million, aren't we? Yeah. Yes, that's right. So you, never mind elocution lessons. You need to go to bloody maths lessons. Oh, I was terrible at maths. We are, so were I. Yeah. Yeah. My maths teacher, a Blackburn fan, he never liked me. No. That's probably why. I can remember my friend Ashley at school, uh, our teacher, Mr Cook, said once, he said, and next week we're doing uh, shapes and geometry and we'll be cutting up a net. And Ashley said, well, should we not tell her first? <laughs> even in year, even in school, William, we're cracking camp. Jokes. Well, that was a- that was Ashley. Oh, was that Ashley? I bet you found Ash- that. Hilarious. Ashley and I, Ashley and I, he, actually, you've met Ashley. Came to our show in Bristol. Uh, yeah, I did. Yeah, year. she was lovely. He would do all the pranks. Oh, and I <laughs> Sorry, set them did up. you just say he? Yes. I just went. She was lovely. Yeah, <laughs> I'm thinking of someone else. Say again. No, that was the girlfriend of Adam. Oh, yeah, Ashley. I, I have met him. Yeah, he was lovely. He was always quite the naughty one. I'd give him ideas or spur him on. And then people would turn to me and I'd be sitting there looking like butter wouldn't melt. And Ashley would get into all the trouble. That's you. We put dog shit in our teacher's top drawer in his desk. Right. No, we, we did, a, we did a, a, a mock rap about one of our history teachers and did a, a rap all about the Corn Laws of 1800. That was our sort of spoof. Right. Slightly more highbrow. Honestly, like, if you went to... I would love to have seen you go to my school for just a week. I don't think I'd last. I was head boy. If you've... I wasn't. You God. were head boy, good gosh. God, I weren't, even a, I weren't even a prefect. You never wanted to shout head boy at our school because it meant a whole different thing. <laughs> no, I never got point in being a prefect as well because it meant you had to, like... You had to do break time duty. You know, to stop people coming in and going down certain halls. It's like... Shut up, Reese. I'm not listening to you. I'm going to get... I, I've never really confessed this, but I mean, in my preparatory school, I was head of house and a prefect. But in... But that doesn't... You know, you're like 12. But in uh, upper school, I wasn't made a prefect. <gasps> Did you miss out on it? And I was... Re- well, no, Ben's ben saying same. I mean, as if that was... It, <laughs> But the, I mean, that's less. That's less Why of wasn't thing. you made prefect? You're the, you're the example of a prefect. Quite well. I I have my reasons, and I think it was. Uh, well, I I think I know why. Why? Go on. Well, because I was, you know, wasn't like everyone else. Shut up. And you know, I had told a few people, including a few members of staff, at that age, and funnily enough, I was excluded. But anyway. But can I just say, in my school's defence, on their Instagram last year, during Pride Month, they flew the rainbow flag. And I thought, do you know what? In the in the 12 years since I've left there, that is huge progress. And I wrote to the, the headmaster, different headmaster, to the one that I had. And I said, jolly good. That's exactly what you should be doing. Oh, I don't want to end. I feel like we should talk about this. Well, that's bloody awful. You didn't get, you didn't get to be prefect because you were gay. 
Well, I mean, I think I mean I dressed up as the headmaster and took the piss out of him. So I think I think that was also contributed to the fact. But the headmaster quite liked that. Well, you're a prefect in my eyes. You mean perfect? No, you're a prefect. No, oh, thank you. No, yeah. And you're you're in detention in my eyes. Ah, oh, thanks. You probably liked a bit of punishment, didn't you? No, God, I my I'd come home late. It from started sh- at school. I'd come home late from school and it got to a Miss, point where... Miss, Miss, I've been a bad, bad boy. <laughs> I, come, Get I, that board eraser and spank me on the bottom. I love young Camp Jordan. <laughs> Any more? No, I'm fine. I used to, because I used to get after school detentions, I'd like forge mum's signature and she'd be like, where have you been? Have you had another after school? I'd be like, no, I've 40 practice. 40 practice. I remember once, here all the school memories, I remember once... I was in year six and Ed teacher said to me, good news or bad news? I went, uh, bad news. He went, you didn't make the football team. I said, good news. He went, but you can be the reporter for the school paper. <laughs> so where a career started. Jordan, this has been fun. That's William's way of saying, right, wrap up. If you've written into the show before and you want to let us know what happened after we shared our advice, you can drop into our DMs on social media or just send us an email, help at sexmyboss.com. These bonus episodes are all for the little leckers. Oh, for f- <laughs> these bonus episodes also these bonus episodes are also for all the little leckers. Oh. I think the issue here is little. <laughs> why have, why have you put in little, Ben? I never say little. Just cut why it out and just say for all the letters. Right, okay. These bonus episodes are also for all the little letters that we get that aren't dilemmas or problems. So if there's anything else you'd like to share, get in touch. William Hansen, thank you very much. Don't start this again. Thank you, Jordan. Benedict Cartwright, thank you very much. Gene Devers for listening. Thank you very much. And if you're listening on a Friday, when the episode comes out, have a cracking weekend. Adieu. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com